Oh no, some scary clown squirted water all over my comics. Never fear, son. In Colorado, there is one place to go for all your comic needs. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh boy, thanks, Coins, Cards, Comics, man. Oh no, there's a lady hanging off that building. Can you save her? I can't save her, but you can also save 20% by getting a hold slot at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. Oh no, she's falling. Did you know prices are also falling on back issues at Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics? Thanks for saving me, Coins, Cards, Comics guy. Now I can buy my son the card games he wants and the sports memorabilia my husband wants. That's correct, ma'am. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics knocks it out of the park. So visit 6700 Wadsworth Boulevard in Arvada, Colorado. They're open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. And tell them the real nerd sent you! Does this sound familiar? You're interested in purchasing that new action figure, but aren't sure if it's worth it? Well, come check out PlasticExplosion.com, where you can go to find all the latest and greatest action figure previews and reviews. Every week, they'll be bringing you reviews and picks from your favorite collections, such as DC Universe, Masters of the Universe Classics, Marvel Universe, Star Wars, Transformers, and many more. Come check us out at PlasticExplosion.com. That's PlasticExplosion.com. For barbecue that can't be beat, try Birdman Barbecue Sauce. Available and original and spicy. These robust, full-flavor sauces have the awesome power to kick your taste buds in their face. And for that smoking taste on everything you eat, try new Birdman Smoking Rub. Caution! Meat left unrubbed may suffer from flavor performance anxiety. You can pick up Birdman Barbecue at local area Ace Hardware stores, Ruff's Barbecue in Golden, and the Danny Cash Hot Shop Off-Broadway. You can also like us on Facebook at Birdman BBQ. Welcome to Real Nerds. I am Ryan. To my right is... James. To my left is Brad. Brad looks really excited to be part of the show today. You all right? My stomach hurts. Man. Man. Hey, sorry, Um, guys. Sorry I'm spoiling the show for everybody. You are. You just bring it down. Now my stomach hurts. Man, I can't believe it. Sympathy pains, huh, James? That's really cute. Thanks. I'm glad you feel that way about (laughs) Brad, that he he has sympathy pains for you, Brad. Well, you know. Thanks. Brad doesn't give a shit. I care, James. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah. Anyways, we saw... Taken to like Istanbul this week, <laughs> <laughs> um, starring Liam Neeson. Yep, Taken Two. <laughs> that's what we saw this week. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing. Um, Actually, uh, that's the whole review of the movie. It is. I mean, that's all we're going to say about it. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Real Nerds. You can uh, call us at no. Yeah, guess what, guys? You can tweet us, <laughs> Real Underscore Nerds. We didn't get any tweets this week. <laughs> um, you can email us realnerds at gmail.com we didn't get any emails you can call us at 720-6nerds5 we didn't get any calls uh, the point is is we want this to be part of uh, <laughs> we want you to be part of the show so interact with us at any time that was my radio voice I'm trying to liven it up because I uh, Brad looks like he's falling asleep in that Papa's on chair over there it's because it has no back <laughs> <laughs> I, have to, I, I have to lay down in it yeah <laughs> no I'm the one who's falling asleep I'm surprised I can pick this mic up I'm so tired so, yeah, normally we would say, hey, let's get into some fan mail, but since no fans like us this week, I guess we'll dive right into Jesse, some. Jesse texted me and said uh, he thought the looper blowed blow his mind to as, 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 as well. Nice. Thanks, Jesse, for texting Brad. You'll be our only fan mail this week. That text message. Are you singing? What are you doing? While oh, he's trying to talk? Oh, he said he was going to do that thing. What? No, 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 no! I was just—I was singing, you know, the Charlie Brown song because we're all sad because we got no no messages. Oh, gotcha! I didn't get yeah. that. No, I, I don't remember that theme song. Yeah, that oh. didn't sound like it either. I'm a big Charlie Brown fan. But you guys were here, here, here. Well, be quiet. Let's go, James. Da na 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 da na 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 da na na. Didn't you watch Arrested Development? I Come did. On. That's a great episode. Yeah, it's called yeah. Good Grief. Yeah, I know. Yep, uh, you work on your tuning a little bit. Maybe you, yeah, like I'm it. not a singer. <laughs> Anyways, box office number time, boys. This is the box office stats. 
I know it led last week. Yeah. Obama, 2016. Ugh. I'm just kidding. It's uh, Hotel Transylvania was 42.1 million? 42.5. 42.5 million, which is the biggest opening ever in September. So congrats to the cartoon. Yeah, kids' movies, man. Um, Looper, which we saw, opened at number two with $21 million. Yeah. Um, ironically, they're both Sony movies, so Sony was laughing all the way to the <laughs> bank last week. Um, and that's pretty good for a sci-fi rated R movie. Oh, and especially original because oh, they yeah. always have trouble catching on. Oh, yeah. So Looper 2, man, good $25 million. <laughs> <laughs> I think they said all they needed to say in Looper 1. Yeah. Well, Ryan Johnson already said there's not going to be a sequel. So. Good. Because he, he pretty much, I guess I won't spoil the end of the movie for you guys. Make <laughs> sure you go see it. Um, so, yeah. He ends the loop. <sighs> you fucking did. <dick. laughs> <laughs> that doesn't actually tell you anything. Yeah, it does. You just no, it doesn't. Okay, who uh, who would you think would end the loop? No, but he doesn't end the loop. <laughs> looper guy. sequels, Looper Reloaded, and Looper <laughs> Resolutions. Resolutions. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, messed it up. No film. But I like time. Looper Resolutions because they're <laughs> resolving the loop. <laughs> <laughs> looper four, or did they? <laughs> looper on Stranger Tides. Nobody knows. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on Stranger Tides was my least favorite Looper. Yeah. Yeah. It's also my least favorite Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> 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 All right. <laughs> Thanks, Box Office Mojo, for giving us. <laughs> Are we here today? I don't know. <laughs> no, we're not. no, we're not. No, uh, we're not. Great box office numbers. We appreciate it. I do, anyways. I don't know about you guys. I do. I, I, I check them every Monday. I'm pretty And Tuesday. Me too. And Wednesday. And I, ch- I check them every day. Because <laughs> really? like, I wonder what. Does it change? How much money? Yeah. How much more money did The Dark Knight Rises make? Yeah. I'm like, let me scroll <laughs> down to see what the 100th movie is for the weekend. Is it going to catch Star Wars? Come on. <laughs> 30 million to go. <laughs> it will not. Oh. Um, uh, the Avengers, though. They if just could get all the nerds together, 30 million, it could take Titanic. Yeah. Uh, they did it would have if Titanic didn't have that 3D money. Yep, yeah. that's bullshit. Separate that movie. Because Separate movie. You know, it is, because you know if you look, they put Finding Nemo 3D is different. <gasps> so why is what? Titanic... Oh, that's some bullshit. So what? you know James Cameron how? must be ruling it. Has it different? Really? Yeah. Has it se- has a second has a listing? separate listing for it. Yeah. Finding Nemo 3D. Call shenanigans, Hollywood. That's ridiculous. Oh. It's almost like Hollywood wants those kind of movies to like be James number Cameron one. James Cameron called up and said, hey, I'm about to be dethroned. Seriously, so like, maybe who should... did James Cameron blow to get everything he ever wanted? Maybe we should test the validity of his box office numbers because... did. That many people really go see Avatar? I mean, really? <laughs> I mean, seriously. It's like all of India went to see that movie twice. Right? It's almost like, uh, you know, he spent, what, a billion dollars making the movie over 10 years? He's like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if people are going to come out to see this. Better start pulling some strings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I made tons of money. Yeah, I totally justified your investment. Yeah, look, look at the box office mojo. <laughs> Wait, you guys never got a check from us? Just check, just check the internet. So I basically he went to India. He's like, I will suck everybody's <laughs> dick in India to push my movie over $2 billion. Oh, give me $8. I will suck your dick. <laughs> I will send aid to your country if you just go see my movie. <laughs> he, took, he took a lot of, <laughs> he took tons of blows in the mouth to get that. <laughs> God damn it. The unwritten oh. rules of Hollywood. It's <laughs> <laughs> how many Indian dicks you have to suck <laughs> to get your movie over the top. I don't know if that's racist or not. It's not. What do you call India? India people, Indians, right? Totally. No, I just, no, 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 not that. I mean, the the idea that like if you go to if you go to India and you offer them eight dollars, or, or that they have eight dollars for just any dude to suck their dick. Like no, they they have no standards that you know they 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 really want I the think dick sucked by that guy who sucked four million dicks in India. It's okay, yeah. James. They're all CGI Indians. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Yeah, that was awesome. Hey, guess what? DVD and Blu-rays, guys. DVD releases and Blu-rays. So next week, uh, James... It's you a scary week for me. <laughs> I know. You pre-ordered Prometheus, what, eight uh, months ago? Back in June, yeah. Uh, so that's so coming out. Come. Yeah, they changed the cover art for it. Yeah, the cover art for the uh, for the Blu-ray is really cool. Is it not um, just the stone head anymore? No, it's not the stone head. It's, it's like a like a CG holographic version of the engineer um, go looking sideways. And then the, the 3D one has like the hologram of the galaxy. Mm. And then the like the old poster... The one with the Prometheus on it and the and the floating heads, sort of. That's the DVD. 
It's like they don't care about DVDs anymore. Like, did you see the DVD oh, yeah. art for the Avengers? Oh, did you see the Blu-ray art for the Avengers? It's pretty shitty. At least it's you know, like it would be raised. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they worked on it, but then it's it's all just photoshopped together. Well, so yeah, the, I mean, like the, their heads all the look only, floating. I think the only really bad one is uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, he weighs the worst. Yeah, because you know, obviously, he's the biggest biggest star in it. So they say we can't have Iron Man have his mask on, even though both Iron Man Blu-rays are Iron Man. And like, yeah. anyone who looks at Iron Man is not going to understand that Robert Downey Jr. is under <laughs> <Right>? that mask, <laughs> right? Wait, wait a second. Who played Who played Iron Man in this movie? Was it? Well, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm not going to see it. I don't see Robert. Downey. You know what I thought was really cool in the movie is when Robert Downey Jr. is flying around without the mask on, and I could recognize his face. <laughs> <laughs> wait, yeah. that never happened. That's no. right. That's what they need. they need to start doing Spider-Man movies like like that where you just we can see like his face inside of his mask. No, they shouldn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. <laughs> no. James is never way, allowed to make a no, Spider-Man. No, movie. because that way they wouldn't have to always find an excuse to take his mask off. See what I'm saying? If there was like a some really yeah, weird looking effect where like his mask would go transparent. No, speaking stupid. of which, I have some excellent <laughs> Spider-Man DVD news for you. Okay. If you go to Walmart, mm-hmm. they're uh, taking pre-orders for their exclusive Spider-Man DVD, mm-hmm. and the package is the Spider-Man mask with the discs in it. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Might have to do that so I don't have to get the lame Blu-ray one, November 2nd. Oh, is it lame looking? Yeah. Oh, it's man. like the original poster where it's his battle-damaged suit. Oh, yeah. But the 3D one is him swinging through the city, which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. It's just whatever. Also, E.T., 30th anniversary, comes out. Um, yeah, James yeah, yeah, yeah. pre-ordered that one, I'm sure. No, I didn't. So he can't sleep at night. You know what? I saw on your Facebook that you liked E.T., so... No, no, no. I respect E.T. Enough to... But I don't... Thumbs up it on Facebook? Oh, did I? I think they were doing a contest. <laughs> I think they were doing some kind <laughs> of contest. just trying to exploit it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I didn't. Yeah, I was. It was like, you know... <laughs> but if no you matter like E.T. On, on here, you get a free ticket to Lincoln or... No, that wasn't it. But it was something like that where... They were doing a contest. But no matter what James says, um, E.T. is a great movie. Um, it is. It just scares the shit out of me. That's all. And James has never been able to fully explain why. I've no, asked I, him. No, I can't explain why. Because when I was a kid, I would lay in bed and I would be afraid that E.T.'s creepy little like hose neck would rise <laughs> up at the end of my bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it just scares the shit out and of me. And then he would literally run out of his bedroom with the shit falling out of his ass because it scared <laughs> the shit out of him, thinking yeah. that, you know, E.T. scared him. And his mom would come out and be like, fuck, James, I have to clean up your shit again. And then E.T. would run out of my room chasing me going, I just want to be your friend. <laughs> and would your mom ever say, fuck, James? That'd yeah, be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> fuck, James. You get shit all over the hallway. Um, also, Rock of Ages comes out. You can see Tom Cruise be Tom, good. Tom Cruise is really good in that Tom movie. He's good in yes, that movie. Yeah. And, you know, you also get uh, Will Forte being the douchebag with a mustache in it. Yeah, Will Forte's good in that movie. Yeah. You know, he's in it for five minutes. The rest of that movie, though. Yeah. Eh. Yep. Uh, the League Season 3 comes out. Yay. Also, The Great Mouse Detective on Blu-ray, which is awesome. That's one of the kind of the forgotten Disney movies. Um, and am I forgetting anything else, James? So we sent in Philadelphia Season 7. Gotcha. It's a really funny cover art. It's one of those really bad family photo ones, and they're all looking different ways. And also, The Raven, starring John Cusack. <laughs> yeah. So you can forget about that movie again. It's way down there on the list. It yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Because nobody gives a shit. Yeah. Strangers on a Train, The Lucy Show, The Raven. <laughs> those are the Blu-ray releases for this week. Back nice. to E.T. real quick. I mm-hmm. know I'm dressing up as for Halloween now. Nice. No! <laughs> no. It's Okay. Part of me will be mostly covered in towel, but <laughs> <laughs> that'd be awesome if you could actually uh, make the. And costume. I'll ride my bike through your house. <laughs> if, if half your back was like a bike and the other half yeah. is ET, that'd be sweet. That would be pretty cool. Especially if if it were like no, what you do you get one of those ones like the like the guys who dress up like they're you know a guy riding on a elephant or whatever where it's their their legs are the elephant's legs right so you dress up so that you're Elliot on the bike right and then there's like a a bike coming out of the front with an ET on it. And the reason is because then I can just continuously punch the ET till it doesn't look like ET anymore. <laughs> You're right, though. That actually is easier. And then I could put my stuffed ET with the finger that lights up in the basket. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> See, it's a good idea. It, yeah, it sounds really cool. And then really you'll cool. punch him, and they're like, no, <laughs> he's my friend. <laughs> he's my friend. His Why people are going to come back. <laughs> His people are going to come back here and invade the planet. 
That's what Independence Day was all about. <laughs> Independence Day like, sequel. Ah, be good. <laughs> <laughs> so E.T.'s like the uh, child version of Predators or something. Yeah. Oh, yes, exactly. <laughs> so when he leaves and they come back, you know, it's the Predators are. Yeah, they grow mandibles and, and spiky teeth. <laughs> That'd be awesome. The giant, you feed vagina them, they just lie there going. Dude, if I was beep, a, beep, beep. <laughs> if I was a director of Predator Two, when you see the trophy room, I would have put an ET skull in there. <laughs> yes, absolutely, <laughs> <been> awesome. <laughs> Traumatized people. And the movie they base on that idea would probably have been better than Alien vs Predator. Probably, you just have predators chasing it, chasing you ETs know, actually, around. You know how I could fix that whole movie? Is don't hire Paul W.S. Anderson to write the script and <laughs> uh, direct that's it. That's how you fix any <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson movie. Or maybe just not write the script. I think visually he's kind of a cool director, but... The Event Horizon's good. Yeah, it's all right. I just said that was good. That's not... That movie's not good, but it's... It's all right. If it's on TV, I watch it and laugh. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think I have it on Blue... Uh, not Blu-ray, DVD. I haven't seen it in forever. I just like watching... Uh, uh, Sam Neill say things Naked? like... Naked? Dude, whoa. <laughs> no, what? no, I like watching him say things like, this ship has been to hell. If you want to see an awesome movie with Sam Neill that's a horror movie, it's called In the Mouth of Madness, oh, yeah. which is fucking brilliant. Um, you know what's kind of scary? Jurassic Park. <laughs> Sam <Yeah>. Neill in it. <laughs> um, you can go to digitalbits.com and check out their new website, and you can also pre-order all the movies we just talked about and it takes you to a link on amazon easy to download i mean easy to download easy to order and you also support the digital bits by doing it yeah so you should probably do that james what? let's unspool some real news okay it's real news and go all right another <laughs> light week Unless you guys have much, um, Seth MacFarlane is hosting the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, he, the video he posted with his dad is really funny. It's one of the, yeah, yeah. That was really good. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, well, that might be enough to actually make me watch this year, but probably not. I'll probably just wait and see the funny clips on YouTube. You know, <laughs> where what was the uh, what was the award show he did recently? Where um, did uh, you see was, that where he, where he missed the mic? Yeah, he was joke? on the Emmys. Oh, that's right. I forgot the Emmys happened and we ignored them. <laughs> um. Yeah, because that was pretty good. So if you know if he did, um, hey, I don't know where the mic is, joke like six times, that would still uh, that'd be no, funnier than most know, of those. No matter what you feel about Family Guy, he's a pretty creative and oh, no. funny guy. So Dude, I loved Ted, but part of why I loved Ted was because it was the first, you know him doing something different. Uh, so except a lot of Family Guy kind of things in it, <laughs> like when they did flashbacks yeah. and that Ted sounds almost exactly like Peter Griffin. <laughs> no, 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 it is it is very <laughs> Family Guy. Anyway, um, and me. Kunis is in it. Yeah. Anyways, what else you got? Uh, I'm excited because I think it's I someone different. Yeah. And it's uh, like a cool blend of classy and subversive at the mm-hmm. same time. We've talked about MoviePass before, and I'm only bringing this up because Brad sent me an email about it, and we all, or at least I, the two of us, uh, signed up to try to get into it, uh, to test it out, but they're coming back. It's the thing where you you sign up for MoviePass and you subscribe to it, and basically it gives you... Um, it's supposed to be one movie ticket a week, correct? Uh, Brad? Uh, I just read for twenty four ninety nine a month, you can just go see whatever movies you want. Oh, no, that's right. It's one a day. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one a day. Anyway, um, it, it's, it's basically a thing where you can subscribe, and so you don't have to pay quite as much to see a lot of movies if you're like us. Uh, and it's supposed to be they're they're not sure what the pricing is going to be, but basically, if you go to their site now, uh, you can sign up for a trial. Uh, so check that out if you're somebody like us who spends seven hundred dollars. But a is year it for new movies. release movies or is it movies that? No, are that's open the passes? thing. the The reason that it's maybe going to work this time is because in the past they couldn't get theaters to work with them to actually get that done. Um, this time they are. The way it's going to work is you're bas- they're, you're basically going to get a credit card from them. Mm-hmm. So that when you buy the ticket, you give them the card, and that the price of your ticket goes onto the card, and they pay the card off based on how much money they are going to get from you you paying thirty dollars a month. Hmm. Um, so it's you know it's like any uh, any other subscription based thing like that where the idea is that enough people are going to pay thirty dollars a month that they're going to be making money hand over fist that they because can do that. They won't see three movies a month. Yeah, 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 exactly. 
Um, yeah, okay, well, kind of worthless to those people who see like once a month, but I'd, for I'll us, exploit the shit week. out of it. Yeah. I'll see every movie. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Out. Yeah, exactly. If it works, even if, if even if it only works for a few months, and then they're like, oh well, we got to raise the price to eighty dollars, then then we'll drop it. But uh, it's something that's at least interesting, and and that, you get people know. to go see movies more probably. Yeah, exactly. Um, if the th- and if the theaters end up making more money on it because of how many people are actually going to see movies? They probably spend more money on concessions. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, hopefully it'll work out. Anyway, what I'm saying is if you go to the MoviePass website right now, you can sign up and maybe get into their like free, for, free trial beta. Or not free trial, but a, it's a beta test of it, uh, which hopefully we'll get into. The other piece of news was that uh, Matt Reeves is now the guy helming the Dawn of the Planet of the Apes uh, sequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes movie. That's uh, right. Which you guys both really enjoyed. I did. And you both are fans of the Matt Reeves. So Am I? I am. Well, you l- really liked Let Me In. No, I didn't, I didn't see Let Me In. I, s- I saw Let the Right One In. Oh, you never saw Let Me In? No. Dude, you should check that movie out. It's pretty dope. I'll get around to it. We didn't see that for the podcast. We just saw that. Oh, yeah, that was years ago. Yeah. I think I took oh, the man. week off and you guys saw it. Yeah, we saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Is that the yeah. only thing he's done? No, no, no. He, he was also Cloverfield. Yeah, he oh, was the Cloverfield sorry. director before that. And you don't like Cloverfield? Not really. Like, what a <sighs> limp dick. Yeah, seriously. Matt Reeves is really good, dude. <laughs> Screw you, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, it it actually is is something that makes me excited for the sequel to a movie that I didn't really like that much. So, which is a bummer because I thought the movie was good. Yeah, but uh, Matt Reeves might bring something to it that I. I think There's someone sent me a great uh, little. I don't know what you'd call it on Facebook where it's uh, they take pictures from the movie and they add just like some stupid things to it. And uh, the monkey leans in and says, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And then yeah. uh, James Franco backs up and has that weird <laughs> face. I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. Anyways, what cool. else you got, James? No, that's it. That's, that's all it. Yeah. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. God, he did not read slash. Uh, a diehard trailer came out this week. <laughs> Why don't, um, we don't, we don't talk about trailers that much. The trailer's really good, though. It is when it's Looper and Prometheus yeah. and The <laughs> Hobbit. Well, but you, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> Wait, you can start bringing in news. Yeah, Die Hard trailer's really good. I like that. There's a ton of other shit that happened this week, and it's on SlashFilm.com if you want to find out. Why don't you write it down, Brad? Because uh, I don't... No, there really wasn't that much. Yeah. There really week. wasn't that much. Uh, yeah. I did read that Anna Kendrick might be in Captain America, too. Yeah, Allison Brie is also being tested. Yeah. Yeah. But again, I, we don't talk about casting news until it's f- solid. Yeah, I read an interview with her. They're really poking her about it, about Captain America 2, the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing he, because they want her to be Peggy Carter. No, that was the older one. What's Sharon Carter is Sharon, her yeah. granddaughter. Yeah. Um, Either her or Alison Brie will be totally fine with me. Yep. Mm-hmm. Are they getting the same dude to play Bucky? Uh, I don't oh, know. Oh, wait. Did I just ruin the movie for people? <laughs> Do they not oh, know who the oh. Winter Soldier is? <laughs> Whoops. <Oops. laughs> Sorry. Oh, you know he'll what? be in the trailer. That's, yeah. He's got to be. Well, I mean, uh, you can pick up the trade paperback for a comic that's seven years old. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway. <laughs> that's it for... Yeah, that's really... Um, there's not that much that happens. No, movie. not really at all. Again, I think a lot of movies are just shooting. They did a trailer teaser, too, for The Lone Ranger. That was all right. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Um, I mean, there was news like, hey, we're going to get a trailer for Iron Man 3 come sweet. end of October. Dude, I still haven't seen a trailer for... News. Have you guys know anything about Gravity with Robert Downey Jr.? No, I haven't heard anything about it. I know it's in coming out in November. Time. Yeah. That's all I know about it. I've, need, I've seen no photos. I've seen no trailer. And I want my Robert Downey Jr. fix. This is fucking bullshit that I can't find it. You know, we had Avengers this year, right? We did. It was <laughs> awesome. You just always want there to be a trailer for the next Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Movie. That's what you want. All right. So, yeah, Light Weekend News. A lot of things are filming right now. I think that's mm. why it's so light. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, they're trying to push them out for next year. Like, Iron Man, I think, has to finish pretty soon because it doesn't come out in seven months. Yeah. But I was listening to Joss Whedon's... Uh, they, but they they are pretty much done. I mean... The, well, we, they had to stop for two weeks because Robert Downey Jr. got hurt, guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was listening to the commentary on the Avengers this week, and that scene where Tony Stark, at the beginning, flies out of the ocean and lands on Stark Tower was done before they even had a script for the movie because they knew that's what they wanted to do at that part yeah. to introduce him again. She listened to the commentary on the Avengers. It's awesome. Oh, yeah. 
because I love Joss Whedon. Hey, you know what else is coming out this year? Hmm. The Real Nerds at Mile High Con. We're doing a, pot, a panel. <laughs> we are. Well, I'm the only one listed on the panel. Did you see the... Uh, what? What? Did you see the this schedule? Is I didn't. No. Yeah, my name's the only one on there. But I'm gonna have a chair, right? Uh, I th- I'm gonna. I'm sure she'll let all you guys come up. I hope so. It's probably your name's should... on the site. Uh, uh, maybe. Oh, okay. Ryan Frost and his nerd buddies. Uh, yeah. I was say because uh, half, well, the, half the nerd buddies. Where's us? No, I did tell her that I needed <laughs> yeah. two more passes though, for yeah. you guys. Okay, good. Because so. I mean, I, I don't need to be up there, but half the questions are gonna be Brad questions. Uh, yeah, well, probably because it's start about starting podcasts. I mean, I don't. Yeah, know. it's about it's about you know being a it's startup. Intro to what podcasting. kind of stuff do you need? You know, I know you kind of need me there. Yeah, to yeah. Explain all this mess here. Yeah, whatever. I don't need you. <laughs> like, yeah. just go to fucking iTunes and upload it, dude. Hey, excuse me, uh, Realers Podcast. <laughs> um, how do you uh, record to the laptop, dude? You, you're the only one Plug in up. this pan in this uh, panel, and you're asking like so many questions. How many people do you think are going to show up for our panel? Uh, there's five. Be, there's, yeah, four people at eleven o'clock in the morning on Saturday. But here's the thing: when the panel's done, all four of them are going to be fans. <laughs> That's right. That's the most important thing. Yep. Um, I was hoping your answer was going to be, eh, Brad takes care of that shit. Next. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah you need a Brad. No, no, I mean, I know for a fact that, you know, when they're going to ask me questions, say, well, the most important thing is to be something about you're passionate about. Because if you can't talk about the stuff on the podcast, then it's going to get really boring. You know what I mean? I mean, this is what, our 70-something episode? Yeah, it's, it's our 70th still, episode. It is 70th episode. So the looper was a 69th. <laughs> oh, Man, there were so many jokes we could have made. I they know, would have been man. so classic. Fuck. It was kind of oh. cool that it did end up being our 69th because it's like the reverse infinity symbol. Which it is. It's like a loop. Wow. Dun, dun, just, dun. just blew my mind. 69 is not the reverse infinity symbol. What? Oh, it's like the cancer Refin- symbol. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Infinity. I, I, it, it works for me. Get it? No, right, okay. Yep. The cancer hey, symbol. Hey, hey, shut up. It's comic book corner. What's up, nerds? It's the Comics Corner. So, normally I do, you know, a Spider-Man one or some superhero thing, but because it's Horror Fest tomorrow, and I'm going to intro, hopefully talk to Kane Hodder, I'm going to pull the rug out from under you guys. I'm going to pull a comic book from my deepest, darkest corner of my collection. No, God, man, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> ow! Ow! <laughs> didn't even use lube. Um... This is a Friday the 13th comic. Now, um, well, hold on. Was that a joke about how you keep all of your comic books in Brad's ass? Yes. Ah, uh, okay. And you explain right. the joke so the joke is ruined. I no, so no. Many I paper just... cuts on my <laughs> <laughs> on his bunk hole. <laughs> oh. Um, there's so many Friday the 13th comics, and with varying degrees of quality, usually in the not so much quality. Um, a lot of time the art isn't very good because it's a lot of guys, hey, this is my first comic book I'm ever illustrating. Yeah, you get J- Jason Voorhees. Um, but there is one that is v- kind of interesting, and if you can find it, it's 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 fun. Um, it's called uh, Friday the 13th, How I Spent My Summer Vacation. And what makes it different is, uh, of course, it starts with Jason ram uh, rampaging through the camp and killing people, but uh, he takes this uh, deformed child kind of, away and doesn't uh it doesn't kill him and so the the story is about this deformed child like jason who how he spends his summer vacation is kind of in the protection of jason but not really in the protection of him hmm. he's kind of his captive so it's from his point of view and then he kind of looks up to jason and it's, it's just a different tell and so um i don't it might be really hard to find um Wildstorm did about 10 issues of Friday the 13th, and they're all just little mini-series. And uh, this is one of them that kind of was in between the big one, that the first one they did, which is called Bloodbath, which uh, Jimmy Palamati, who did... um, What does he do now? He does All-Star Western, I think. Um, And Justin Gray, they they wrote it. Um, And then this was in between this one, and then the one after that was Pamela's Tale, which is Jason's mom. So it's kind of one that's only two issues long. It's kind of lost in the whole thing of it. So I don't know. Uh, you can try to find it. I, I, I'm sure yeah, it, I'm, I'm sure this will be cover price because I don't think the demand for it's very high. But it's one of those books I'm sure that wasn't highly ordered because yeah. they didn't make any more um, after the first few. But one of the it has a really cool cover on one of them. It's uh, Jason sitting in a canoe. And it's all red, except the background's black, and there's an oar sticking out of a dude's head, but it's like a silhouette. <laughs> it's pretty cool. 
So, you know, for the horror part, yeah. pick up Friday the 13th, how I spent my summer vacation. Well, and Color of Quinn's Cries the Comics has a really good back issue they collection. They do. And so there's you know a what? chance. Uh, there's a chance they might have it there. Um, and if they don't, pick up something else. Yeah. Pick up some trades. 20% off. You know what? They have the Friday the 13th trade. It might be in one of the trades. Ooh. Um, because yeah. they had two trades from Wildstorm. So. Ask the people there. They are very knowledgeable. They are. Andrew is in charge of the comic books. Tell him the real nerd sent you. Yeah. He'll find it a, for you. Ask him a deep qu- deep cut question like that one, and he'll be like, uh, oh, I don't actually know that one. And actually, then, he knows a lot about everything. Oh, yeah. I oh, know. No, I figured he does. <laughs> no, you yeah. can ask him, hey, where's surprising. this comic book? That's over there. I mean, he really I mean, he really oh, yeah. knows oh, yeah. his Well, he stuff. keeps that store really well organized. He's the guy who can uh, you know, remember what the store needs, like the inventory, just oh, by yeah. memory. Yeah. Out of thousands of comics, you bring something in and want to trade it in. He's like, oh, that's worth like six bucks. And, you know, we have 10 copies of it. Oh, okay. And, you know, what's really cool about him is he knows how much I love the Green Goblin. So anytime the Green Goblin variant comes in for whatever issue it is, if he gets it, he always puts it in my hold slot. Nice. Or if it's an old issue with the Green Goblin, he'll put it in my hold slot. Or because I love Spider-Man, if it's a particular issue of interest of Spider-Man, he puts it in my hold slot. I don't have to buy it. But he, you right. know, he puts it in there saying, "Hey, this guy likes Spider-Man. He likes the Green Goblin. I'll make sure he gets all the stuff in." Mm-hmm. So he's a really good guy to know if you like comic books because he'll make sure you get your stuff. So go check that place out. Like I got a variant of the Punisher where he's shooting the Green Goblin. Why? Um, because the cover was cool. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, why was the Punisher shooting the Green Goblin? Was that? What I the have book no idea. You never read it? Uh, no. He's, uh, <laughs> I, I flipped through it because I was like, hey, is the, Green, the Green Goblin's not even in it. Oh, okay. So I think it w- had to have been some like uh, Dark Reign or Secret Invasion tie-in. Yeah. Where, you know, the Green Goblin featured prominently. Not even the Green Goblin, Norman Osborn. Um, so, yeah. Cool. Colorado Coins, Cards, and Comics. It's a great store. Man, stuff we've been watching. Dun, 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 dun. Stuff we've been watching. So, uh, yeah, this is the stuff we've been watching. Is uh, that a cue for me to go? No, I was just, <laughs> I was just pointing at you like, <laughs> look at what I just sang. Uh, he, he, was just, he was just making a new jingle. I was. Um, I was expecting him to go into his like little his little rap about uh, making things hard to cut for bread, <laughs> but he didn't this week. I so. didn't. I just let it Thank be. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, the <laughs> last thing I'll talk about is a movie me and Brad saw together, so we can segue right into that. Uh, 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 so one of the first things I watched this week was Mansum, which is a documentary with Jason Bateman and Will Arnett that oh. Morgan Spurlock did about men and how they look, Yeah, which is not that good, except every 10 minutes is cut with a improv of Jason Bateman and Will Arnett at a spa. And that's really funny. Um, cool. That's what the trailer was like, where there were, you know, those guys talking and you were laughing and then there was a guy with a beard. And he was like, I really love my beard. Yeah, that's what it is. There's like 20 minutes of this dude who wins beard contests all around the world. But there was a really funny part. He was in um, Germany, and he was talking to the camera crew, and this German walked by and just pulled his beard. And he's like, oh, motherfucker, and he's like going to hit him. And then the dude ran away, and so then he started talking to the camera crew, and the dude came up and pulled his beard again, and then he got punched. So that's pretty funny. Um, but other than that, it's talking about how men groom now and um, – I think he's trying to be funny, but it never really struck me as that funny. Weird. Um, and the Will Arnett and Jason Bateman parts are really good because, you know, those guys are funny. But it, well, it didn't feel like you were really learning or, like, yeah, like finding out about It's a documentary that's – it seems like a documentary that's a fluff piece hmm. where it's, you know, oh, this is uh, fun, whatever. Like, that's too know. bad. That, that, yeah. As far as I'm concerned, that makes him uh, two, for, two for two down right now. Well, comic book, comic book, co- Comic Con was good, but Palm was, or not Palm, uh, greatest, yeah, the greatest movie ever sold. Yeah. Oh, Mansum's a Spurlock. It is. Yeah, I remember when That's I said it. This guy doesn't fucking listen to me. I don't even know why I even talk on this fucking show. And you and you would know that if you'd been paying attention to the news on Slash Film. They've got all the, they've got a whole website full of news. You could just read it every day, every you know. Because <laughs> I knew about the movie. Yep. Also, I saw The Sixth Day because we were talking about it ah. all week. Um, it was only seven bucks at Best Buy. Uh, so I picked it up. And, you know, the movie's still pretty good. Um, it's way better than people give it credit for. Oh, yeah. The, the only part that kind of drove me nuts is they had these weird uh, slow motion shots. But it wasn't the slow motion where it's really fluid. It's that slow motion where it kind of has, like, trails of blurriness. I don't know how to yeah. describe it. 
you know. Um, it's got an effect on it. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. Just there like, you go. It's not just the film slowed down, yeah. Um, but it, for those uh, people who haven't seen it, it's a movie from 2000 that stars Arnold Schwarzenegger and Michael Rapport. <laughs> and uh, he's a extreme, this is true, extreme <laughs> helicopter pilot. <laughs> I think the name of Which his is, it's so company 90s. is Extreme... It, with uh, an X, yeah. Yeah, Extreme is Helicopter one, Tours. Is this the one with the XFL in the beginning and the quarterback yeah. gets, yes. yeah. gets yes. killed yeah. at the XFL that lasted one year? Yeah. Yeah. So I guess all that extreme product placement in that movie didn't work <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. And the extreme helicopter pilot. Um, but, you know, the one thing that's cool about Schwarzenegger that I think a lot of people might forget is he's really charismatic. Oh, yeah. And it's really fun watching him in movies. And uh, he's really funny in this movie. And he also plays a caring dad, and, you know, it's all dealing with cloning, and, you know, his daughter wants this, the creepiest part of the movie is, his daughter wants, like, some lifelike doll. Yeah. Was it, like, Cindy wants to be your friend or something, and it's the creepiest looking fucking thing ever. Yeah. And, but Arnold Schwarzenegger doesn't, their dog dies at the beginning, and he's, they want, the mom wants him to go to repet to To clone the dog, clone the dog, and, you know, Schwarzenegger is, I don't believe in it. He doesn't want some some demon clone dog in his house around his daughter. Yeah, but he takes this really the C CEO of the football team, the Phoenix something, um, on a trip. But he jets out early for to pick up something for his birthday party by but, a helicopter. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. but he uh, when he comes home, he finds out that there's a clone in his house of himself. Yeah, and um, then he kills it, and that's the end of the movie. He does not kill it. Um, but what was really crazy about watching this movie again is you could tell, I think it was rated R, and they cut it down tons. Really? Um, because, you know, they have the one line where he says, you should clone yourself while you're still alive so you can go fuck yourself. Yeah. And then there's a part later on when he says, hey, when I told you to go screw yourself, I didn't mean you s- seriously. But when you watch his mouth, you it know, yeah. doesn't line up. So you know he said fuck again. And there's parts where people get shot and it cuts really quick. Huh? Like you see them kind of get hit with a bullet and then it cuts um like especially when robert duvall takes a shot like right in the face <laughs> um but yeah I, th- I think you should check it out it's a really cool movie um michael rooker's in it as the bad guy um <laughs> that, yeah that movie is it's awesome. really funny the one of the part actually made me laugh is there's a, a bad guy who gets cloned all the time his name's riley and after schwarzenegger kills him by running him over with his car um he's cloned and he comes back and then Schwarzenegger breaks his neck. He's like, stay dead this time. And I was just thinking to myself, I said, he's just a random helicopter pilot killing people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. No, that's why it, it, is, it is terribly 90s in the way that that movie feels. But it's just like... I think how they get away with it, too, is because cloning's illegal. So if it's a clone, they don't have any rights as a person. So yeah. I guess you can kill them and it doesn't matter. But yeah, The Sixth Day. <laughs> you should check it out. It's fun. And there's great Arnold one-liners at the end when he's talking with his clone. It's pretty funny. <laughs> his clone takes one of the helicopters to Argentina. Spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, the movie me and Brad saw this week, we attended a free screening by the Mile High Horror Fest. It was, it's a horror anthology called VHS. Um, and it, the horror anthologies are really cool. There's some that I really enjoy. I love Creepshow. Um I think Tales from the Dark Side is kind of strong. Um, but uh, one of the biggest problems with horror anthologies, and especially like this one, is there's some that are really, really good. And then there's some that are jarringly bad. Um, and this movie is no exception. But I will say this about this movie is it's really creative at some parts. Um, I thought the first story, and not the uh, overarching one about the guys who are just assholes. Um, <laughs> but I guess I should set up the premise. The premise is it's these guys... Uh, terrorize girls by getting out of their van and lifting up their shirts and then they video they it, it wait, wait, put they, it on YouTube yeah they yeah. film it and put it on YouTube the guys jump out of a van and, and like lift up their shirts like to show their chests no, no they grab girls and lift up their shirts oh, oh okay <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> like they stalk them in a parking garage and then yeah. oh okay oh yeah that is bad and then they're hired by some guy to go to this old man's house and get a special VHS cassette um, for those who are listening who don't know what VHS are, this is before DVDs. <laughs> yeah. um, so they go there and they find this dead guy, old man, in this room that's full of TVs. And one by one, they each put in a different videotape. And the, they, they don't know what they're looking for. They're yeah. just trying to find a tape. 
with some shit on it. Yeah, and so they put in a tape because uh, they're trying to find some smoking gun tape, I guess. Um, I mean, the the opening premise is really flimsy, um, but the the second story is about this girl. These so then we see each tape they put exactly. in. Exactly. So that's the, okay. Um, but w- one thing I did like about this, because it's a found footage movie, is a lot of times, you know, people have cameras and they make excuses for the people having the cameras. And I mean, if I was in paranormal activity or anything and something fucking stupid was happening, I would drop the camera and run away. <laughs> yeah. But in this one, they had some guy wear glasses that had a camera built into it. Uh. So it was like spy glasses because... Uh, the first story is these guys were trying to videotape them having sex with girls they're picking up at a bar, and this one girl follows the guys to the from the bar to their thing, and all she says is that she likes him, and uh, yeah, she turns out to be crazy. Um, you should see it. I won't spoil it, but yeah. it's she's uh, not who she seems. She's not who she seems, and it's it's really cool. I I love the there's a scene where the the kid breaks out and he falls down the stairs, and uh, she's like stalking him above. I think it's really creepy the imagery there. Um, what did you think, Brad? I mean, you can tell it's low budget. Um, I mean, but uh, the, some of it's really creative. Um, uh, yeah, there's there's r- really creative bits. Uh, there's some terrible bits. Uh, that uh, Tuesday the seventeenth was horrible. Yeah, a lot of them. Like, that the, sounds like a horrible idea for me. Oh, dude, like, I, I think it's supposed to be like cheesy on purpose because it's called Tuesday the. Yeah. yeah, like they know what they're doing. But one of the things that bugged me is uh, even some of the good ones. They uh, don't really like. There's just no reason for people to be videotaping what they're doing. Like I think the second one with the couple on vacation is by mm-hmm. Ty West. Yeah, and he did like, Cabin Fever and uh, Innkeepers and, and the House Inkeepers. of the Devil. Oh, need to do? Did you know Eli Roth did Cabin Fever? What the fuck am I talking yeah. about? Yeah, he did Cabin Fever too that he disowned. Yeah, um, but they're f- they're just they're just filming each other like right before they go to bed with the camera. Like yeah. good night, honey, and then like she puts the camera down and it's just like w- would anyone videotape? <laughs> like their spouse or each other like going to bed like it's it's just so it's it's rolling so they can explain like, right. what's going on yeah and, it's, uh, yeah, it and just, you're right and the Ty West like, one was it was okay um it did have kind of a shocking end yeah um but I mean not like the end end but what happened to the dude um but that one really yeah, didn't seem like a horror movie to me it was more of a like a thriller yeah um and then what was the th- one after that <sighs> Forgettable, I guess. Uh, it had been the Tuesday, the seventeenth. Yeah, which, as bad as it was, the whole digital effect of like the of killer the, the, was the cool. Invisible killer was cool. Um, it, it was just the lines were horrible. Yeah, the dialogue was terrible, and, and the characters it didn't make were any stupid. Because um, um, there were six of them, it went. Yeah, the chick one. Yeah, the, the couple one. <laughs> the, yeah, the succubus one. Yeah, the one, couple the on vacation. Tuesday one. Was that the third one? No, Tuesday we're was one, one of them. Um, what the fuck one are we missing? The last one was the haunted house, which was really good. Which was probably the best. That one, one was awesome because um, it looked like a really like actually haunted house. Yeah, um, with hands coming out of the wall and like floating shit. And and you know, I just got his costume when I was driving home. I forgot to tell you, he's a nanny bear. Like he he's the bear that you get for nannies, and they have the camera in their head. You didn't get that? No, right I didn't away? get that yeah. right away. Um, Damn it! What was the other one? Could somebody look it up? <laughs> yeah, while we talk I'm, about I'm it sort of trying thanks um, not that i can oh yeah yeah it was the alien one. Oh yeah that's the one we're forgetting which was it was actually really i thought it was kind of scary um the the build-up to it um this girl uh was basically um what do you call it i chat um yeah it's like skyping it's like skyping basically yeah with her boyfriend and she says hey i hear these footsteps in my house and so she says, please, uh, I'm going to point my camera from her f- computer out and you tell me if you see anything. And she's scanning it. And you see like this little boy run across. And then the next time she goes, she's scanning and you see a little boy like sitting on the ground. So you think like her apartment's haunted and there's all these little creepy things and she's pulling out her skin and stuff and it starts getting really creepy. Then it, the ending just Yeah, she says it's like it. crawling around in her arm. And then mm-hmm. like uh, as it progresses, uh, like... In one chat, she uh, lifts up her arm and she's been sitting there digging into it with like scissors the whole time. And so and you she, think she's she mentally seems to have no problem with it, yeah. yeah. And her boyfriend the whole time is just like, "Oh, I can't believe I have to talk to this chick." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't have sex with you. Why have I been with her since you know? She had great school. boobs too. She showed her boobs at the beginning. <laughs> There's a lot of boobs in this movie. <laughs> There's lots of boobs in this movie. But yeah, you said horror anthology. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, would you tell people to go see this movie, Brad? Um, if you really like horror, I think like the average person who's just like, I want to see a scary movie might be tough. So might be like, uh, th- cause there's some bad stuff in there and 
Um, you know, it might be a movie I'll get on Blu-ray because I really want to see the filmmaking process. Yeah. And uh, I, I love the ideas of them. The effects um, in a lot of them are really convincing. So Yeah, especially for, for a low-budget budget movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially um, that Haunted House, man. Oh, yeah. The Haunted House is really cool. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't want to say anything about it because it ruins it, but um, what you think is going on in that one is definitely not what's happening. Yeah. Um, but it's done really well. The ending is meh, but... Uh, but yeah, the overall and it was weird because you know most like anthologies, the overarching story is the last one you see. Mm-hmm. In this one, the overarching story ended, and then they had the haunted house one. So yeah, so, yeah, we got one extra thrown in after the. Before yeah, before it's before. almost like that's what it was. Because they're like, this is cooler than what we're gonna end with. Yeah, so we're gonna go yeah. ahead and put this at the end, so it's more memorable. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think you should check it out if you're a horror movie fan. I th- it was it was fun. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So VHS, definitely. Uh, one of the better found footage movies for sure. Yeah. Cool. And that's everything I saw. So is that a segue to me? Yep. I uh, So I saw that. And then I've <laughs> been watching the... Uh, oh, I, I almost skipped over. I saw Paranorman this week. Ah! Nice. Um, And I don't think I loved it as much as you guys did. It's Fuck de- you. Still def- <laughs> Fuck you, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, It's still definitely a good movie. I had a terrible audience again. Ugh. Like, this month has been just... Horrible. <laughs> Don't talk in movies. Just as a rule. Yeah. Like wait, seriously. Me or no, no, just <laughs> people. Just like, yeah. Uh, Can you wait two hours and go home and take care of that not shit? Your living room. Um. But yeah, it, it was good. The animation is fantastic. Uh, it's got a good message. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, did you think like the ending? I didn't expect it to be one a little girl, and two that she was a witch because she was bullied, and yeah, um, terrified, and that's where all her power comes from, and um, her lashing out. Uh, yeah, it's it's very much like a reverse bullying story. Like it's, um, it's not just a don't be a bully. It's like a don't don't get revenge on bullies. Yeah, it yeah, exactly. Help anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I always thought the last scene where he's told her just to sit down and you know lay down with him. Yeah. Like I almost cried. I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And he's like telling her just to, you know it's okay. You gotta well, forget. Oh, I also love the uh, the B movie opening. That's oh like, yeah, the B movie oh, opening. Yes. Is amazing. Oh, it's so good, man. Uh, yeah. And how how that. That that scene though that directly follows that when he's sitting there with his grandmother and then he goes into the kitchen and the scene that and that happens after that and you realize what was happening in the in the first scene how that it's so heart wrenching like like it ah uh, man yeah his dad's a dick yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah he barely comes around at the end yeah yeah um uh, and it was so. it was clever because you always thought the zombies were the bad guy and they're really yeah, that's cool right. too it's like they're just like trying to we get want to be dead yeah. come on help us yeah. out <laughs> and they're trying to get norman to help them because you know yeah. he could talk to the dead but everybody's too afraid of him yeah yeah and, and, yeah, and the stop motion's amazing i don't uh, do you have any idea how they did the, that whole end sequence like all the bright you know uh it's probably cgi included yeah uh, you know i mean it has, I, to, it be. has <laughs> to be it, it's too good yeah, I, they can get away with that, you know, yeah, because it's you know whatever, I, I and it should be. There's no there's no rule against that. I don't need to see stop motion clouds and things, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we just got some yellow cellophane, and you what know, they did with the characters is enough. Like it's still yeah, exactly amazing. Like yeah, I kind of didn't think about it a lot, you know. Yeah. Oh no, it was more like when it was over and everything got quiet again. And then I went, wow, how would they do that? Like it was so visually. I thought the end credit song was kind of out of place though, but. I don't, remember, I don't remember. remember. I think it was like a kind of a fiddle or something. It was very uh, bluegrassy. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Yeah. But the credits were cool. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, I love those. Yeah, yeah those because they they were built old horror movie yeah, art, like a, art yeah. styles. Yeah. yeah, good stuff. Very a lot of nice art direction in that movie. And then um, the Office season eight got added to Netflix, so I've been going through that again and watching on TV. It was all right, you know. And this um, is the that that season eight is the post Steve Carell. Post Steve Carell, right? Andy's one, the yeah. boss and. You know, I was like, okay, well, this isn't as great, but, you know, it's doable and um, passable. And then watching it on Netflix now where I can just kind of no commercials, you know, no Comcast bullshit, um, going straight through episode after episode, It, I, there's really funny stuff in the background or, like, throwaway gags that actually make me laugh out loud. Hmm. You know, the main stories are kind of whatever, but the side characters and their little, like, one-liners are hilarious. Yeah. So I've been really enjoying the season again. Cool. Yeah. That was. Uh, I feel like that was always one of the richest parts was all of the side characters and not necessarily um, the main stories each episode. Yeah. James, what did you watch? 
Uh, Dexter came back this week, which is another one of those shows that I've been watching for a really long time. And the first couple of seasons I loved. Of course, I loved season four, which is the one that had um, John, uh, John John Lithgow in it. Uh, but it's it's starting to wear on me a little bit. You know, it's starting to feel a little bit too TV. Um, starting to lose some of its realistic qualities. The little few that it had, I should say. Um, and this is the season. Spoilers if you haven't been watching. Oh, but you're spoil the fucking show for me. Well, you I didn't you already watch like the first episode and didn't care much? Uh no, I uh Joe let me borrow the first season that I haven't even put in yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I've been watching it. I'll uh then here I'll, I'll I'll be vague about it, but it's something that you know just just when you start the show you're like, "Okay, eventually they're going to do this." Well, this is the season where Deb finds out he's killing everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, then I didn't bl- then I didn't I didn't spoil it. This I mean, the- I knew that part of the oh, show. Okay, yeah, yeah. This is the season when at the end of the last season Deb like catches him killing somebody uh and what was kind of cool was that i was really afraid when this episode started that they were just going to have him weasel his way out of it um and that uh and, and that's what he he tries to to do that like he tries to convince her like no it's just he attacked me and i went crazy and somehow i had an apron and lots of knives and a <laughs> bunch of plastic and you know all the stuff that i do i use to ritually kill people uh, and I know how to dispose of the body and, you know, let's just take care of it. But by the end of this episode, like, you know, it, is this she, last season she knows. No, 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 no. Um, I think they're saying that next season they they might ha- try to end it. But uh, I believe that they signed a, another two-year contract a year ago. So um, I, c- I could be wrong, but they they haven't, they aren't calling this the final season. And it's a pretty – there's a lot of fans of this show. I, I, I think that if it were the final season, they would – you know, announce it as such, um, like they did with Breaking Bad or whatever. Um, but it, 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 this could be really interesting. Uh, it, it's at least something that's going to shake up some of the expectations of the show. But there were all there were still scenes that where like characters would show up and conveniently find evidence, and I'd just be like, "Come, come on! Why is Laguerta even there? Why didn't we kill this character four seasons ago? Because she's such a horrible actress! Like, c- come on, please." Um, so I don't love it as much as I used to, but it's still it's still good. I'm gonna keep watching because I have to know how where the story goes. Uh, I also got a chance to rent uh, the Pirates Band of Misfits, the other uh. claymation animated movie from this year, nice. uh, which was really charming. Like uh, it's not as impressive, I think, as Paranorman is visually, um, but it is probably no. It's definitely funnier. There's a lot of good little gags in there, and you know, if you've ever seen. Chicken Run or um, uh, what's the Walson and Gromit. Gromit? Yeah, there's so many little details and stuff in there, and so many little throwaway jokes. That this is one that where, if it were, if I ever see it cheap on Blu-ray or DVD, I'll probably pick it up because it's one that I think if I watch a couple times, there's going to be a lot of fun little jokes that I I didn't I didn't see this this one time that I watched it. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. Um, if you have need for a family kind of comedy. You should definitely check this one out because uh, it's got some. Did you dig the great moments. Did you dig the Darwin story? Uh yeah. No, I I think I did. Yeah, uh, I th- I think that the Queen is a little bit ham-fisted as far as like how much she hates pirates and all of that. It was like yeah okay, but that was just because they needed to have a villain. Um, but like I I enjoyed his the 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 the, the fact that he was doing it all because he was in love with her and and that's why he sort of manipulates things and is trying to be a good scientist is just because he wants to win that thing so he can meet her. Um, so I, I enjoyed that part of it, but uh, it's really just that the, the captain and his crew are so much fun, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's everything I saw. Nice. Good job, boys. <coughs> hey, guess what we saw this week? Uh, Taken 2. We did. Oh, yeah, I got it right. James, should people go see Taken 2? Rent this. If if you're a big fan of the first Taken and you're like, oh, I gotta know what happens next, I would say rent this. Brad, should people go see Taken Two? Who cares? If you saw the first one, you're probably gonna see the second one anyway. So whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you're not even listening to our reviews. Yeah. I'm gonna matter. try to tell you what to do. But did wow, you, did way you to way like to be it? a definitive you're not even, movie critic. You're not even you're not even saying whether or not you my, liked it. My response is I'm indifferent to the movie. Oh, okay. Um, I'm I'm with James. I think you can rent it. Um, A lot of the same. And if you didn't don't believe me, listen to the trailer and (laughs) see. Dad, 
Surprise! Baby. Hello, Brian. I was just leaving you a message. I wanted to surprise you. Well, you succeeded. <laughs> Welcome to Istanbul. Mom, look at this. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Dad's the best, huh? Yes, he is. You slaughtered our man. We will find him. We will have our revenge. He is here. I want all three of them alive. Listen to me carefully, Kim. Your mother is going to be taken. Again, it's the one thing I I do like about it is I I'm kind of a fan of Liam Neeson kicking ass. Oh yeah. Um. Not I don't know why it's so cool that he does. Maybe it's because he's old, but there's old something and huge. Well, yeah. And I think there's something some badass the, about him. Some of the way the way that he acts, you know, the 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 way that the emotions come across his face, I think make it sell his character fairly well. Like yeah. When when he needs to give somebody a look like, man, I'm gonna kill you, he does it real good. That's so when, when does this movie take place? Is it immediately after Taken One? Well, it's it's soon enough after Taken One that all that's happened is that they've gotten home and her his daughter is learning to drive and that uh, they buried the guys that he killed in the last movie. Like well, it's has to like be it's, a couple months because she's oh, yeah, yeah, dating yeah. that guy for a couple months. Yeah, I mean it's probably Jamie. maybe six months or so. Though but, it's still but they hung onto those dead bodies. For yeah, a that's months. That's why. <laughs> well, they had to fly them wherever. I'm guessing there's some time passed after those funerals, even though they didn't say in the yeah. movie. Oh yeah, because uh, only like a week passed between. Maybe they're flashbacks. Oh maybe no, maybe. Um, because uh, the only thing that's jarring is Maggie Grace looks a lot older in this one. Oh yeah yeah yeah. I well, mean, was, and four she, years later. Even in that one, it was a little bit. Difficult to to believe that she was sixteen or seventeen or whatever. Yeah, in high um, school. Yeah, yeah. And this one, they've got her running around, you know, in a bikini most of the movie, and you're like, she's supposed to be seventeen. Like, <laughs> eh, you know. And uh, she doesn't have her driver's license. I mean, she's old. <laughs> she's older than I am, but still, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's always cool character moments. I like how precise Liam Neeson is. Um, you know, he's always getting out at two o'clock, except for the one time when he's worried about his ex-wife. Yeah. <laughs> Played by Famke Johansson. I don't know how to pronounce F- her F- name. Famke Jensen. Famke Jensen, sure. Yeah. She's Jean Grey in X-Men. Yeah. Yeah. And Wolverine stabbed her. Aww. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie. Yeah. It, it's This one's weird. It. Like, I don't uh, know. I, I was, like, entertained. I don't think it's necessarily Yeah, like, I wasn't bored the whole time. But, again, it's just like, oh, cool, Liam Neeson's family's kidnapped again i guess it's time for him to kill people i feel like when you when you do a like a small low budget action movie and it does as well as taken did when you do a sequel you had better really up the the ante and up the action on it and i don't think that i really saw anything seriously impressive like there was nothing real special about this one the first one was kind of special just because it was when Liam neeson was becoming awesome so you got to see that um and it was it came out early in the year, so it was sort of on its own. So that was part of why just everybody flocked to it. Um, but with this, like, 
well, there's a car chase and they outrun a train, but not really. Like, that was kind of boring, you know? There was, there was no big laugh. set piece or badass moment where you're just like, yeah, oh, how cool was that? Because even in the first one, it seems Liam Neeson has Luke Skywalker in him because the bad guys can never shoot him. Oh, yeah. But he's able to pick them off like it's nothing. <laughs> yeah. But he did at the end. He did have to fight that one guy that was kind of his equal that didn't look like he would be. He's like a scrawny fat guy. Yeah. Who was. Uh, he had some moves. He had some moves. Like, he was. Their version of Liam Neeson. He was the uh, <laughs> Albanian version. Well, and he did. He he got a, out of cars a few times and gave a good like "I'm gonna kill you" stare. So he was very Li- Liam Neeson in that way. He was. Did, I did Liam Neeson just smash the bad guy's head in the wall to kill him? No, there oh, was like a, a hook. faucet or something yeah. behind him. That what I was, I was just about to say is that I, they should have had like water come out of his mouth. Like that would have been awesome. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> it's yeah. a PG thirteen though. Um, Maybe it's too much. You can't show water coming out of someone's mouth? (laughs) Yeah. Well, the thing that kind of bugged me for a lot of the action was that the way it's edited, it was a lot of, like, cutting back and forth between cross cuts real fast. Even during the dramatic scenes? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even with the dialogue, it was like, you know, shuttle Liam Neeson, shuttle Famke Jensen, shuttle Liam Neeson, shuttle... Like, there was no... Here's one from the rooftop. Here's one from down below, three-quarter angle. Yeah. And so it was just hard to follow things, especially when the action would pick up. Um, yeah, that first uh, fight scene in the alley that he does when he's trying not to get taken. Oh, yeah. It was just like, uh, what? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. Or do these cuts even match like the same? No, I don't think they did. Like, they really didn't feel like they did. That was yeah. the problem. Um, hey, man, the action's up here. No, it's down here. And even the... the I mean, I just watched the first Taken, so the French guy, like he was only in it for two minutes, and they don't really even divulge what he told them or... yeah. Uh, and how would he know that Liam Neeson's character was doing a security job in Istanbul? Because isn't the last thing Liam Neeson did was shoot that guy's wife? Yeah. So how would he find out about where Liam Neeson was? And I could hardly even remember who that guy was. And like, so the way that it's thrown into the movie, it's just that guy, that guy could have been anybody. And you just yeah. imply like, well, that guy, it's some guy that knows what Liam Neeson's doing. Um, so to throw him in just doesn't even, it's just like, well, hey, this is a sequel. This guy was in the first one. We got a call back yeah. to that. Um, but nothing was... Because when Liam Neeson starts going going crazy and, you know, killing dudes because they took his family, it's never as as impressive. Well, I uh, guess the first one, his motivation was one. more. Like, he exactly. had more motivation. The first one I, I, I feels something like uh, one of those revenge slasher movies, you know. Um, yeah. Like, any of those... I, I can't even think of like I don't want to say I spit on your grave, but only because I th- that's the first one I think of for some reason. But those movies were like somebody does something bad to some young woman and then she goes crazy and kills all of the people who raped her or whatever. Yeah, there's a bunch of those movies. Yeah, and the first Taken feels like that, where like they they take his his daughter and then the fun for us is just watching him go crazy. Because if and that was your daughter, you're like, yeah, yeah. that's my daughter. I yeah, would yeah. kill those guys and jump on a boat. Um, the one thing I do like about this movie though is. The part where Maggie Grace decides she's going to fight back. Yes. Because, you know, I mean, obviously throwing the grenades through a city is goofy, but... Oh, with, yeah. With no consequence, f- apparently. Yeah. Yeah. And she had a gun. Why doesn't she just shoot the gun? Because um, that doesn't blow up cars and giant... Maybe, wa- he, like, maybe he wouldn't hear it. it. It's not as loud, James. Yeah, yeah. I, guess. He, I guess. And he needs to conserve bullets when she, so that when she he finally gets it, he can use it. But it was cool that she kind of, um, yeah. you know, took... Uh, yeah, because he tells her to just go to the embassy, and she's like, no, Dad, I am going to help you. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what to do. And that was cool. But then I also... Then she I was, pushed out. And- yeah, because there's, you know, he she finally gets to him, and he's like, okay, get to this drain, throw the gun down the drain so that I can, you know, become a badass. Uh, well, we know that in the, cage, in the case, there were two guns. And so I'm thinking, all right, if you do this right, then she throws the gun down there, and then the guy comes up on her and is like, ah. And then she, we, she reveals, like, oh, I took both guns. And then she shoots the bad guy. Mm-hmm. And I thought that would be so cool. Oh, that doesn't happen. She's just is damsel in distress, distress and, and Liam Neeson has to save her. Um, but still, that whole sequence where she's, like, running on rooftops, you know. Yeah, it was different. That was cool. So I, I appreciate that in movies. I, yeah, I just wish they would have gave her a better ending to that. Yeah. Where she shot the guy. I And I, I actually wish that the the rest of the movie had just been the two of them together. Yeah, like, but there was that great line where uh, she's driving. He's like, you know how to shoot? No, then drive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which was the only good line in that sequence because the rest of the time it was just Liam Neeson going, Kim, Kim, go. Go, Kim. 
Yeah. Faster. Go right, Kim. Faster, Faster Kim. And Kim, then, go. And then we did have those guys below us where one guy who was cheering him on yeah. in the, in <laughs> yeah. the and, car chase and clapping. And, <laughs> and every time that Liam Neeson would hit somebody, which it's a Taken movie, so he hits a lot of people, This guy, the guy would go, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry there, chap. Boom. Oh, you're gone. Boom. Boom. So if you wanted to hear that in our movie, you could have. Yeah. Um, you know, sometimes that doesn't bother me too much, but it was just obnoxious. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're just going to... You know, it was like Red State that... where people were getting killed and people were like, yeah, because, you know, those people right. are so horrible. Yeah. This one is, you know... Well, or if, if, the, if the things that had been happening in the movie were a bit more satisfying, then I yeah, can I understand so. it, you know? Not to begrudge that guy for being more into the movie than I was, but yeah, but it, it seemed real easy to to satisfy him. But also, too, it seems like he wasn't doing it because he was satisfied with the movie. He was doing it because <laughs> he, he was, was trying drunk. to be obnoxious or something. Yeah, yeah. And he was like an old dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, there's a difference between going to a Star Wars movie and when you see the Lucas films, people you cheer, clap. Yeah. And just being, you know, woo, yeah. I even, it's like, hey, we know there's, but then they shut up through the movie. Unless, you know, the finale is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, like and th- you know that, that kind of cheering is okay. You know, I don't mind that. I don't mind when um, I'm watching the amazing. The second time I saw the Amazing Spider-Man, and Spider-Man kicked the lizard off the antenna, this little boy went, "Oh, cool!" Like I like that stuff. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. But I don't like it when you're trying to be the sportscaster, I guess. You yeah, know, who's commenting on what's going on on the screen? Yeah, but he also like would turn to his friend and they start yeah, having a conversation. and they would have conversations. So you so. know, he's just being a butt knocker. Yeah, <laughs> butt knocker. So fuck him. Yeah. So next week, is there anything else you want to say about Taken Two? No, I was just imagining all the horrible audiences I've had to sit through this month. You have. Fuck you, audiences. Man, if you could be like me and go to movies at two in the afternoon on Tuesdays, you can see movies by yourself. I know. Damn me for having a nine to five job. <laughs> <laughs> um, James, so, anything else you want to say about Taken? No, no, no. Um, I'll probably see Taken 3. <laughs> probably, because he has two sons. Yep. And they're going to seek revenge against him. Hopefully the, his two sons are more interesting than that Russian guy playing an Albanian. He's always plays like... uh, he, He's in a lot of movies as a bad guy. Oh, yeah. Is he in 24? Yeah. He is in 24. God, yeah. He's in uh, Snatch, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. He's really good in Snatch, Boris. Boris the Blade. Yeah. Yep. And a ton of other stuff that whatever. I can't remember. If there's a bad Russian guy, he's probably that guy. Oh, he's in uh he's in one of the Bond movies. He's in Goldeneye. Isn't he? Mm, I don't remember. He's I just saw Goldeneye. I don't of the, remember seeing Probably. Him. <laughs> <laughs> um what are we seeing next week? Uh I want to see Sinister, but I don't know. Um I think there's something else that's coming out that we want to see. Is it Seven Psychopaths next week? I would totally go see Seven Psychopaths. Sinister, you're going to have a hard time convincing me to do, but that's just because I'm a pussy. You are. Um, oh, no. Next week is Argo. Oh, dude. Argo. Sweet. Yeah. That'll be a good Which one. we will try to find time to see while we're in Telluride. Oh, yeah. that's right. We're in Telluride. That's the problem. So, um, yeah. That episode will be late. Yeah. Just FYI. It might be late, or maybe we'll have time to edit it because we're at a film festival and how many people are going to sit down and talk to us. We don't know yet. Um, but you can tweet us at real underscore nerds. You can email us, real nerds podcast at gmail.com yep you can also call us 720-6nerds5 you can like us on facebook leave us a message there visit our website visit our website realnerdspodcast.com we like movies (laughs) (laughs) show's over go home (laughs) oh bye bye bye